time. All right, and we're live with that hell of an introduction. Thank you, Doc, for uh, for keeping it classy. You know, that's 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 what you bring to the show: classiness, ladylike femininity. You know the things. I will shove my combat boot where your four parts meet. You probably would. Luckily, it's a hell of a commute, and you have time to get tired along the way. So, hey, all you crazy sci-fi and fantasy fans, it's time for your daily dose of shenanigans over here at the Blasters and Blades podcast. Just three nerdy veterans geeking out over our science fiction passions and fantastical fantasies. A place where magic is king, the sky is the limit, and space is the place. We are the podcast that puts the fun in dysfunction. So without further ado, we're going to let our guests introduce themselves. And because we have some freaking manners, we're going to let Miss Liz go first. So, Liz, you could you introduce yourself? You do have manners. Story? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Well, They've been so working much. on Yeah, I see that. I see that. Uh... Hey y'all, um, I am Sharktooth Lizzie. Um, I'm excited to be here today, joining you from the East Coast in Atlanta. Uh, hoping to do a little talking about the, the Galaxy Z Fan Expo uh, with my buddy Swordfish. Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm DO0117 Swordfish, AKA Daniel. Um, I'm primarily the uh, the main Discord moderator for the Galaxy's Edge fan community, and I also run the uh, the Forgotten Ruin fan uh, fan group. Absolutely. Uh, well, one of the Galaxy's Edge fan groups, because because you handle the Discord, uh, you know there are other ones. Unless you're doing all the things over on Reddit and Facebook, did you, did you uh, get promoted? I, I yeah I've got the I've got the Forgotten Ruin uh, fan group because you run the Galaxy's Edge one. It's because you don't. Sleep so we're coworkers. Either. Absolutely, it's because you don't sleep either, right? It's the insomnia that's doing it for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people say that I'm a vampire, so I mean it works. Eh, I mean, that's just good. Well, never mind. I was gonna make a joke about sparkling, but Doc says we've overdone that one, so I have to move on. So, the next part of the introduction, dear listener, is how we first found them. So I found Dan through the Galaxy's Edge community, and through him we found the lovely Miss Liz. Uh, and so that's what brought them here. But before we dive into the title, which tells you building your own conventions, uh, Doc, you get to ask the religion question. Okay, so first things first, we're going to start with sci-fi because that's where Galaxy's Edge started, and then they learned what fantasy is. After, you know, they proved themselves in one area. Um, Star Trek, Firefly, or Star Wars? Ladies Man. first. That was very yeah. nice to you. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was mulling that one over. Um, I, guess, I guess I'm going to go with Star Wars. Um... I, you know, it's probably the one I'm, I'm most familiar with in terms of religion. So, so you, wait, wait, wait. You, you choose Star Wars, and, and, and when, you, when you got three options on the table, you choose Star Wars, and you, you, you snuff Firefly? 
I mean, Firefly is just significantly more realistic. Now, albeit, I did start off with Star Trek because I was just like, oh, nerd, inner nerd inside. But yeah, uh, I, th I think over time I've I've leaned a lot more towards the Firefly and uh, and you know embracing the Mal Reynolds uh, you know mindset of, eh, you know, I'm a I'm a good guy, stab. I'm an okay guy, stab again. Uh, I guess I'm meh. <laughs> you know they're bringing uh they're bringing Mal is coming to uh no yeah Mal is coming to Dragon Con this year. That'd be that'd be cool to to one day. Well, I actually did get to meet um Nathan Fillion. He came to Emerald City Comic Con and uh, I, I didn't realize that I was actually taller than him. So that's kind of funny. But yeah, no, he's he's a real cool dude. Okay, so I'm going to get us really sidetracked if I don't immediately jump into the next religion question, which is uh, Wheel of Time, Game of Thrones, or Conan? Conan. Yep. It's, the abs. it's the abs, isn't it? <laughs> it, is. uh, it, it, it it's Conan for me, too, because, I mean... I mean, yeah. look at look at look at Arnold's rippling muscles, and not to mention, you know, and not to mention the whole, you know, just him just smashing the the ever living shit out of people. I mean, that's that's great. Arnold does what Arnold does, man. And so, acting is not one of those things he does. Hey, hey, hey! His acting is phenomenal. You shut your whore mouth. They're in our family-friendly rating. <laughs> wait, wait! You had a family-friendly rating when when Doc when Doc Siska's like, "Hey, I can't wait till we do the the uh, Beastie episode." Jared won't let me do that. He, he keeps telling me no family-friendly rating. I don't think you're trying hard enough. We we could do it if you want to. But that's a that's a back show stuff until we get the episode ready. And instead, you're going to ask the next question. We're going to pretend like we've done this said. before. So, like, which one was <laughs> which was your first uh, love, science fiction or fantasy, Madam Sharktooth? Uh, fantasy was the first love. Um, I. Didn't really start getting in to the science side until probably 10 years ago. So I've had quite a bit of catch-up over 10 years. <laughs> quite a bit, but it's been, it's been great. Um, so, yeah, started out in fantasy, ended in science. Awesome! <laughs> so we've got two fishies um, as tags. So did you guys plan this out? Uh, we'd really like if you told us each how you got your, your tag. JR! JR! Off topic. Wait. You can ask no. that after we finish the th this question. The, oh, oh, oh. Dan hasn't answered yet. Duh. Why did I mean, you tell me I know me you that? don't care about his opinion as much as you do Shark Tooth, but still. I, no, no, I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, but I disagree. Um... But uh, for me, I would say it started out probably with uh, sci-fi because as a, as a wee lad, I would uh, 
you know, hang out with my father, and we would watch, like, uh, Stargate SG-1, uh, Star Trek, all that stuff, um, you know, Doctor Who, and then, uh, what was it, in third grade, I remember, this is, I think it's kind of funny, because nowadays, this would not have been okay at all in school, but, uh, for the reading portion of our class, my teacher, he, he actually would read Harry Potter to us in class. So, I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> we, we, there's, there's, these books have stories in them? Well, this is phenomenal. So, you know, uh, I eventually, like, got, got the, got the Harry Potter books in there somewhere, eh, over there on the far uh, right-hand side, top shelf, and, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I would start keeping track in class, and then eventually I surpassed the teacher, and then they're like, hey, he's actually really good at reading, and then I got lazy with reading, moved on to audiobooks, and, yeah, um, but I, I think it's kind of between the two on, uh, the, the same it. for me. I can listen to an audiobook, and read a book, and I don't confuse the two. If I try switching between books, I confuse the two, which makes for some very weird dreams. So I love it. I do both. I do both, absolutely. Nice. I do. I'll do both, but some narrators I just can't get behind, and and I don't know how much of that's the tinnitus with my hearing loss and, and the loss of some tones that makes me not like some narrators. Um, but, no, but there are, just some people don't narrate in the way way, like there there are some words sometimes where I'm like, can you please say that the way I want you to say it? I don't care if the way I want them to say it is the right way; it's the way I want them to say it. Say it the right like, way, or not all. Leap yeah. and leapt. Oh yeah, yeah, that's one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, don't you don't you leap to peep places? My favorite I is when they places, get places, the, but I leapt onto my bed last night to go to sleep. When they get uh, the words wrong, like corpseman or root instead of route, that's always a fun one. Well, well, I mean, it's a, a corpse. Adjutant, it's it, a adjutant instead of adjutant. It, it's it's a corpseman if uh, if they didn't do their job right. So I mean, it it still it still fits. This is true, Doc. When you don't do your job right, you're a corpseman. Dude, I always do my job right. The fact that you don't do your job right is your problem. I mean, my job is to make the corpses. I was the grunt. We poke holes, you patch holes. It works. It's no, symbiotic. Your job is to practice preventive medicine. It's the only kind of medicine you're allowed to practice. You know, they actually sent me to the combat lifesaver course, and you miss four times, and they just don't want to give you the IV no more. Can you? Believe I, I don't. I don't blame them. I. I, 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 I <laughs> The dude kept wiggling. He was afraid it's or something. It's not moving. We had to do it on. I each mean, other. we had to do the the needles on each other. You know, you if you can you can stop him from wiggling if you just punch him in the head enough times to where he stops moving, and then no. then it's easy. You just look at him and go, "Do you want me to miss? No, hold still." Well, he apparently did because he kept wiggling, but that's okay. He was hey, don't kink shame. <laughs> well, we are not safe for work. So, all right. So we brought it up before I, I got it out of order. But I am curious how each of you got your tags. So, Shark Tooth, how did you come up with that? Uh, I don't really. It's a really not awesome story, but it's become my gamer tag. It's become my call sign. It's become everything. Um, it was my 
middle son's fifth birthday party. He wanted it pirate themed. And um, we had to, we decided to come up with pirate names for everybody. And so we had a pirate named Generator Games and everybody who came to the party got a name generated for them. And mine was Shark Tooth. And uh, so now I'm Shark Tooth Lizzie. And that's that. It stuck. I love that. Yeah, so uh, as for me, um, when I joined the server, it was originally just my, my regular gamer tag, which is um, uh, my SCA persona, because I used to do all that stuff when I was younger. Um, so that was uh, Geraldus117. Uh, um, and then that was, that was my main... Well, well, Geraldus one one seven is my gamer tag, but Geraldus Evunice was my uh, was my uh, SEA name. Okay. And if you go, I if you go in, SEA, I know what an SEA name is. Yeah, and then if you go into into the the roles, you'll actually see I got my uh, Goop Dishon, uh award of arms. Obviously, I, I got a whole bunch of like awards because, like, I used to be a, a, a Shire. Um, Shire manager and yes, and uh, I did that too. I quit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Being essential is great. I signed my resignation letter so long, and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. Now for me, uh, I, I mean, my parents had kind of moved on to other things, so I was like, uh, my my dad said, if you want to keep the shire going, then you're gonna have to take it over. I'm like, well, oh yeah, I'll keep it. I'll keep it going. So. I kept it going for like another four years. Ran it, ran uh, a couple events, uh, and uh, then uh, then I kind of passed off to another person because, like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, over the years, you started seeing a lot more drama pop up, and and people get a little bit more pretentious, and like at the slightest inconvenience, it's just like. I am absolutely unhinged. There is everything wrong in the world because there is horse poop on the property. It's just like my my brother in Christ. It is literally just chewed up grass. Calm yourself. But uh, yeah. Um, and then when I uh, joined the server, I uh, I needed to get a uh, a better a better tag because. Geraldus was a little too hard for a lot of people, so I thought back to what my other favorite Swordfish, you muted yourself. Is it, is it just me? Okay. No. no it's my, my internet cut out for a second. Okay. I thought so, I did something. Yeah, what did you do? No, uh, I... Uh, Edit your, uh, ed, 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 your audio stuff. You're having a bad echo. Got it. But yeah, um, we're gone. <laughs> my uh, so yeah, I got my inspiration from my my new new tag swordfish from uh, Cowboy Bebop because that's another favorite uh, series that I love and cherish, and I watch at least once a year. Edward is amazing. I had a uh, Star Wars RPG character named Edward based off of Edward. Nice. I love that. That's nice. I had Tights with Toes as a free feature. Mother DM did not like 
anime and asked me never to make him watch it again if I if he gave me all the spot. Now, anybody that has a problem with Cowboy Bebop is very smooth-brained, and maybe they need to reevaluate. You know, don't worry. He later reevaluated the rest of his life. That was his problem, though. Good. <laughs> all right, so let's get this back on track. So. Uh, Liz, what was your first memory of engaging in speculative fiction? So that could be sci-fi, fantasy, horror, all the things. Uh, wow. My very first memory. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm old as dirt, so I got to think back um, pretty far. So uh, I would have to say... <laughs> I don't know. I almost feel it like it's like it's. I'm trying to think. What? Well, what was this? And then there's something else before that and before that. And it's like it's always been there. Is that is that an okay, answer? Okay, that's a good it's answer. That is a fit. fair I, answer. I was trying to think back, and then I'm like, wait a second. Like I I can't remember a time in my life where science fiction wasn't a part of that. Science fiction or fantasy wasn't a part of that. Wasn't an aspect of that. Almost a way to to. It, it, escape, uh, you know, the crappy parts of, of childhood, but then also to have like this awesome world. And uh, I mean, if you think about it, most cartoons like, are science fiction and fantasy. Yeah, well, that's that's what yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, wait a second. Like, I even remember, you know, the Hobbit. I mean, what was, was Transformers if not sci-fi? <laughs> Very true. Very true. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say all the all the it's always been there for me. It's always been. It's always been there, and it's part of who I am. I think that's beautiful. What about you, Dan? Uh, swordfish? I You can call me Dan. It's fine. But, uh, I mean, like I said, I grew up in the SCA, so, like, I mean, you know, <laughs> costumes and stuff since, since I was, well, my parents put me into costumes and stuff. So, so like, from that point on, it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to throw on my garb for the day and, and uh, go hang out with uh, other other nerds and stuff and, you know, do fantasy fantasy things and hey, all that you know sorts of stuff. The, one of the best things about going to a convention as a former skatian, you can wear all your old SCA gear that you didn't want to get rid of because it's gorgeous or because you're just, you're like, I spent $250 on this linen embroidered tunic. I'm going to wear it. You can yeah. wear it to a convention and it's a-okay. So what I'm hearing I, I, Swordfish is dressing up as Maid Marian sort of impacted the flow of your life, and now you're a sci-fi nerd. Well, I mean, have you seen Maid Marian? She's pretty hot, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is it about speculative fiction as a genre that you love so much, Sharktooth? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um... <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, I I think maybe it that. See, you're putting me on the spot. That the, it's the air she breathes. Breathe. Pause the pause out. Um, it's just it's the air that you breathe. Yeah, I mean it's just it, it, I enjoy it, and on so many levels, not just you know the entertainment, but also just the 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 impact that it has um uh even even the friendships that that have been formed over it 
um, you know, definitely factor in. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the question and let Swartish answer it while I while I mull it over a little bit, and I'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah. So, so as for me, I mean, I I've always liked speculative fiction because it provides a fantastic medium for um, allowing authors to touch on real world ideas and stuff like that, and uh, you know, allow people to think about those ideas in a way where they can kind of deconflict from real life stuff to an extent like you can you can think about stuff a little bit easier when you're not like wrapped up in the moment to an extent if that makes sense yeah it absolutely it does. does it does make sense so how did you guys go from you know what i really like to read all the stories about speculative fiction to i've just lost my mind and i want to plan a convention like how did that transition happen to you or for you, or however you want to there think about it. There was this one time at con? At band camp? <laughs> well, for, for me, because, uh, I mean, I, I did start the fan I'm expo. I ask the question. What, did you guys have any other experience before fan Galaxy's Fan Expo in attending conventions or volunteering? I mean, not explicitly. Hi, hi, I live in Atlanta. Oh, so, I, I know the Atlanta convention scene. Yeah, so I, you so and I are going to have a talk afterwards. Yeah. I can't even believe you live here and, and we haven't. Like, yeah, we, we need to. Out. We're going to bond. I might replace you with J JR with you. I mean, we'll see. Let's, let's make that happen. Let's make that a thing. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, exposure, some experience, the love of cons. Yeah, absolutely. But Daniel is the reason, Swordfish is the reason that I'm all in on trying to help coordinate and lead such an awesome event. So what was your inspiration? I cut you off, Daniel. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Um, so uh, as, for, as for me, like... Grew up in the SA, so the the parents, they they, they would always... I mean, my family has always been the, the main host for events and stuff because we always um, we've always had horses, so that means that we've always had land, which means <laughs> you yeah. know, move the horse hey, off into. How are you doing with those large <laughs> open fields that we can set tents up in? I understand this. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would I would I always help out with uh, with the. Um, you know, set up for the event, and then anytime people came onto the property and were like setting up camp, it's like I walk around like, oh, "Hey, you need some help setting up that tent?" Yeah, but I mean, I having done both conventions and the SEA, I get where there's a lot of transferable skill sets from being an event coordinator, um, whatever it is when they you host an event in the SEA and spacing out on it. Or even a shelter. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of transferable skills. No lie. Like I totally understand that one. So now did you were you into fandom conventions before you started doing fan expo? 
Or you're just um, like, hey, I want to do an SEA event, but about Galaxy's Edge. That's literally the 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 mode I went because uh, if you look at how we did last year's event and how I've kind of structured it in a way, I've kind of modeled it after um, uh, SEA event that I used to attend, which was called the Art of War, and in my area of Antir, which is Pacific Northwest. Um, we, we have this event where a lot of people come with all of these different skills and expertises. And it's like, okay, you know, you want to learn how to do fencing. You want to learn how to do, you know, heavy weapons, stuff like this. You know, this is the place that you want to go. You get to learn all of the fighting techniques. You get to learn all the arts techniques. I've classes. war events where people have mentioned this event. So. Yeah. I did my SEA experience, even though I'm from Meridia's originally, is really more in Outlands, which is out west. So points if you're in the audience and you know which kingdoms we're talking about. Yeah. But uh so I modeled it after that event because that that event specifically is more geared towards teaching skills and you know uh, allowing people ANS event. Yeah. Um uh, and for for those that don't know, ANS is arts and sciences. Um, so, yeah, in this case, uh, one of the main authors of uh, the the book series, uh, Doc Spears, aka John Spears of Forge Tactical, um, he came out last year and he taught tactical classes. Uh, you know, teaching things like CQB and you know how to how to carry a, uh, a rifle and you know the difference between you know how to approach into a situation and not flag friendlies and stuff like that. Um, ideally good stuff that you should just do. <laughs> you know, um, friendly fire is inherently unfriendly. Yeah. Uh, we also, <laughs> we also had one person um, who used to be a part of the search and rescue teams for, um, whenever there is a disaster. Um, so she, she was like, Hey, I'm going to teach you guys land nav. So, you know, what, I mean, uh, Liz, you, you were saying that that was one of your favorite oh, events. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it. it was one of my favorite events. Um, you never know how much you've forgotten about land nav until you take a course again. I'm, I'm sorry. I understand how important land nav is, but the image of people willingly taking land nav, and I am picturing well, fun. the vast fun. majority average of fandom, and I'm going, like, I, I'm thinking of some, some of my very prominent friends and in, in, who go to conventions, and I'm like, the idea of them being in the wilderness is so funny to me. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, definitely. I'm not a nice person right now. Well, the uh, the funny video that Doc sent me is, and we'll have to link it to TikTok for it if you if you're brave enough. Is some first sergeant going off because somebody called uh, pizza to the land nav, and uh, some staff sergeant's like, he's like, wait a minute, the pizza driver found the dang land nav. Of course, no, recruit them. And the, the, yep. the top comment was like, I know that base. Our delivery drivers are just built of tougher stuff, and, and it's like a whole, whole bunch. Of I will link that in the in the show notes, dear listeners, so you can find that. But, I uh, mean, I, I love Miltak. It can be a glorious, screwed up place. 
But since yeah. we started talking about the convention, let's take a moment. We're about that time anyway. I'm going to show the commercial for this glorious convention because they were gracious enough to sponsor this episode. Are you ready? To meet the legends that created your favorite worlds. The chance approaches Galaxy's Edge Fan Expo. Form up with the lieges for lessons in combat ops. Build new brotherhoods with fellow fans. Meet the authors and ask about your favorite stories. Planned guests include Jason Onspock, John Spears, Joshua Gayu, Jonathan Yanez, Peter Nealon. More guests confirming as we get closer. Galaxy's Edge Fan Expo. Coming this July 21st to the 23rd, 2023. Go to tinyurl.com slash gefanexpo and buy your tickets today. I have to say this one. I was looking at it. Love all of the people. But Jonathan, and I know, I know Jason Onspock is a sweet, very nice guy. But Jonathan's the only one smiling. He's like the only one that probably somebody's like, I wouldn't mind approaching them and saying hi. Well, he used to be a model, so it shows when he does his uh, professional headshot. All you have to do is smile. It was. It was. Like, really smile. He's got resting B face. Resting B face, huh? I'm trying to pull it back from the not safe for work. Oh, good luck with that, buddy. That's going to be an uphill battle with me. Let's talk. Hold on, Doc. Before you ask the fandom questions. So, speaking of this con and family friendly and resting bitch face and all the things, is this con going to be family friendly? Yes, it is uh, mostly going to be family friendly. Um, I mean, is last this year. Doors at all? What? Is this con indoors at all? It is the most outdoors convention I've seen. So oh fuck no, no fuck no. <laughs> we, we are we're doing this like a nest event out out in the fucking field. And we're gonna. I, I did order some uh, some large pavilions that are going to be professionally staked in, so that I don't have to deal with. Uh, all right, and quick quick tangent. Right? Staking right there. I don't want to so, set up the tent. So so let me let me put let me put this into perspective. In the SCA, 
if something happens like a tent goes down in the the current people that's in in the group oh my god it is absolutely horrible i can't believe this happened that happened at the event for two days and you know what happened liz ray you know robert they all just stepped in all right cool let's put the tent back up we just put the tent back up that's it <laughs> there, there was no bitching or whining it was literally just like okay cool let's get it done and then we got up and, and going and then we 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 partied on for the rest of the day i'm gonna say this i think you've been hanging out with the with the weak sauce sea crowd because 90 percent of the people i know are like dude they'll make fun of you because your tent fell down because you know that's what they do but they'll all, totally also they're like okay all jokes aside let's get this thing set up so we can continue to make fun of you <laughs> yeah well i i feel maybe the the anterior group has gotten a little uh a little older and uh whinier but that's me <laughs> So this looks really neat. It looks very unique among conventions because typically if you are if you are listening and you haven't been to a convention, most conventions take place in hotels or convention centers. And this is the only this is the second convention. I only know of one other convention that has an official uh, shooting event or range-ish type event, which would be LibertyCon. Yeah, and uh, and and for for our focus, um, you know, we we thought about, or I thought about, primarily who is interested in Galaxy's Edge and Forgotten Ruin and stuff like that, and and other related um, um, book series or or other other shared interests that that fans have. So, like one of the other authors. Um, Joshua Gayu, he he wasn't actually he hasn't written anything for Galaxy's Edge or Forgotten Ruin, but a lot of the fans in in both communities they, they cross over, um, and oh, that's yeah. because Josh writes a fantastic book series uh, called the Commune Book Series, and it's a it's a post apocalyptic uh, um, book. Um, where it's it's mainly focused on you know the the human uh, relationships and and how how they deal with you know what happens when when all of a sudden the the structure of society just, just kind of crumbles and then now you actually have to deal with with people and and you know they're the, the good parts of them and the bad parts of them um and i think he does a phenomenal job but um uh, yeah uh yeah, so yeah, all of the people that um, are interested in that kind of stuff are interested in general in what I feel is is the outdoor events and and you know learning how to be a ranger if that was the case you know I, I know for a fact that a lot of uh, or one of the people that's in that was in the fan club or in the Discord you know he ended up coming up and hanging out with me for like I think uh, a, a day or two. Um, a couple of years ago and he's just like yeah i'm not sure what to do and then you know i was like well why don't you talk to walt and walk walt talk to him and he's like you know you you seem to have a passion for the military why don't you try you know going in and uh and you know he ended up helping him find the path to go for i think uh uh ranger selection or whatever so i think he's going through uh, all that stuff right now so 
So how I'm going to ask this one, and I know we're going off Jr. template, but that's fine. Jr. can second. Um, I feel the love. Jr. How many conventions have you been to? We met at one. <laughs> we met once at one. You've been to three. I have more hours in one year at a convention than you do. And there's not many people I can say that to, so I enjoy saying it to you. Um, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, but having said that, though, how many years has Fan Expo been around? Uh, last year was the first one, and okay. this is the second one. Um, so, but you've definitely, like, I was going to ask you what makes Fan Expo different than other conventions, and you've really covered some of what makes it different and unique is not just the, uh, I mean, I'm joking about the lack of air conditioning, but in being out so outdoors, but I mean, seriously, it is, it, I think that is one of the things that's really awesome. I'm going to ask a question for anybody who's listening though, because I saw it's in Washington state, right? Yep. How hard is it going to be to travel to your convention? Like, I looked at Gary Con. Gary Con's great, but if you have to travel, you have to fly in, rent a car, and drive three hours. Like, how hard is it going to be to get for our fans to get to your con? So I don't it want is. To encourage anybody, but I want them to understand because it sounds amazing. <laughs> I want to go. Like, I want to go. Yeah. So, I think it's great. So, let, let me put it into into um, perspective. There are some people, some really crazy people in our fandom that uh, came up with the idea of, of they're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I swear, but they're, they're talking about like doing a caravan all the way from the East Coast, like Atlanta or something like that, all the way across the country, camping like nope. every, every eight hours. Nope. Not me. I want to know, and, how far are you from the airport? Oh uh, yeah, if you want to know that, then uh, I would say depending because this homegirl ain't doing that. Depending on which airport, because you got two airports which I'm I'm semi close to. One is SeaTac. That one is about two and a half hours, which it kind of sucks. But there's a better one that most people don't go for, um, and that's Bellingham International Airport. That's uh, just under two hours, and it's a lot quieter of an airport um sometimes okay, the flights are, are cheaper i'm in atlanta those are all very traveling in atlanta it was a breeze okay so from. here's my other question like as the fan i'm looking at this and i'm going am i going to have to have a hotel or am i going to camp and how far is the hotel from uh wherever those firing lines were okay so uh as for um you as a fan, if you want to uh, come here and camp, you have two options. You can either, you know, pack a tent over or you can um, rent a trailer or bring an RV and you can uh, park it on the property. I've got more than enough space. Um, the other option is a hotel or a uh, Airbnb. Um, Airbnbs are a lot closer. They're all around my property actually <laughs> i think the the nearest one is like two minutes away um if that so you could literally just go to the west beach uh area and be like oh yes so, i'd like to get this airbnb and then just walk up the street to the the expo so i would say anybody traveling to your convention should probably expect that they're going to want to rent a car 
at some point. Yeah. Or, or um, a load of money on Uber. Yeah. Uh, I, I, no, would, I, mean, I would, I would recommend instead of doing that, try to coordinate with other fans in the area and, yeah. and, and, and just, I mean, I, I love this community so much because everybody has been always willing to, to help and, and do amazing things. Like uh, Liz is going to go meet up with Robert on their way uh, on this cross country trip. And the reason why Robert's tagging along is because he's actually going to bring his smoker from Arkansas or Arkansas, however you say that. And uh, he's going to bring it all the way over here across the country, pick up his son's smoker and then come up to the event. And then he's going to smoke, uh, you know, probably two large smokers full of meats for the Saturday uh, evening uh, barbecue, which That's I mean, amazing. which you don't want yeah. to miss the barbecue oh. is legendary. So I, oh, love, yeah. I mean, okay. At cons, we would normally call this a con suite or you could call it a feast hall if you were in the SEA. I love that concept that you guys are doing. I think this is a great mix of SEA meets convention and I think it's amazing. I wish I had more time to take off to go. And, and the other benefit is, is that I, we, we, when we were doing the planning for this, I thought, you know, I mean, everybody should be able to eat, you know. So, yeah, so we thought there's a lot of restaurants on your land. No, 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 not a lot of restaurants on my land. But, um, I mean, the, the, like I said, we're like only 10, 15 minutes out of town. So, I mean, you can run grab food, but that's not the cool part about this. That ruins uh, the vibe. Yeah. The cool part about this is um, for Friday night and Saturday night, you've got barbecues that are already covered. You know, that's, that's factored into the ticket price for Saturday morning and Sunday morning. You've got, you've got brunches that are covered as well. And you know what we did for um, Friday night, last year as we did uh hot dogs and, and burgers and then uh saturday morning we just did pancakes and uh and some scra uh, egg scramble and then uh saturday night we did the the smoked meats which was absolutely phenomenal because like literally the, the meats like were just like the bone it was perfect I'm, i mean don't talk to the vegetarians but who doesn't like a good smoked meat yeah and then uh sunday morning um it was funny because I was like, hey, Robert, he, we got some of that smoked meat left? He's like, yeah. And so we took that and we threw it into the egg scramble. Oh, and, and I was going to ask if you did that. Oh, I'm hungry now. I just ate dinner and, before getting on here, and I am already hungry again. Damn you. And it was funny oh. because you know, I mixed that up, and, and then you know we sat down, we, we had it, and Robert turns to me, he's like, son of a bitch. I'm going to do this from now on. Why have I not done this? <laughs> oh, no, it's amazing. That's, how, that's the best thing. So it sounds like for people, if you look at this and you, you get a bit of sticker shock between the travel too, because and everything, but once you get on site, swordfish and shark tooth got you covered, you know, that I think is wonderful. So, cause that is always, whenever I go to a con, that is the thing that I worry about, <laughs> like it's not a big worry, but it's like back in my, the back of my head. Like, what are you going to do for food, dummy? Like, how, where are you going to go? What restaurants? Are, is it going to be reasonably priced? Like, what? Come on, because you already cons are not an inexpensive hobby, just like the SCA. 
And and the funny thing is, is that so I was trying to do a, a business deal with another business owner on on something, and and then the I started talking about the fan expo, and then he said, you know, I do run a brewery business, and I'm like, oh yeah, and he's like, yeah, you know, I could do brewing for your event and i could i could get that all set up and i was like oh okay and so i hooked him up with, with some books and he's like all right i'm gonna come up with a uh a, a brew that um we can serve at the event and uh it's gonna be cheap i think he was like saying five dollars for like a 16 ounce cup or whatever Dude, he, he's gonna run out i know oh yeah run out. yeah I so, don't know so, how much he's making, but I guarantee you he's gonna run out. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that's only gonna be served at the at this event. He's not gonna make it for anything no, else. No, that sounds awesome. You definitely are on point, you know. I think it's awesome you're bringing in all of your background from the SEA and all of your love of GE. Now, I'm gonna ask because this is your second year and I heard rumor you're in you definitely covered it with one of your authors already. You are expanding beyond just that galaxy's edge for gone and ruined niche. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to, for anybody who's wondering in the background of their brain, because I have been to conventions where I'm like, yeah, I like this IP, but I'm not nearly as obsessed about it as you guys. And sometimes I, I have a personal thing against single IP conventions, intellectual property conventions, because I think it becomes too clicky. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's great that you're expanding because you definitely, and you have a very clear identity of what kind of a convention you are. And I think that's awesome and amazing. I, so, but how did you two meet? And JR is just like, like sitting there in the background. We could kick him off the show. And talk about it. <laughs> I'm just no, nodding along and pretending like I know what you're talking about. You don't. It That's why I'm me. here. So the funny thing is, is that um, I ended up meeting Liz because uh, as soon as I got the event posted, she was one of the first people that had bought a ticket. And then she sent me an email. She's like, hey, you know, I'm really excited about this event. And uh, is there anything that, that you need us to bring? And I'm just like, uh, I mean. I, I appreciate the enthusiasm. I don't know yet. We'll find out as we get along. And uh, and then you now she she you know communicated more and more as as she got closer. And then finally she's like, "Okay, I'm at SeaTac. What do you need?" And I'm like, "Uh, okay. Well, this happened. Uh, I guess a couple things like you know some some Gatorade powder or something like that." And she's like, "Cool, got it." <laughs> so what is I'm going to ask two questions that I really am burning to know. So you're definitely the owner and I guess con chair as well. Like, I don't know. Do you have a con board? Uh, don't really have a con board. That's fine. Um, you I don't have to. I'm, I'm just, uh, okay. I spend too much time in the army. I like to have or, or organization charts. <laughs> well, so, so organization wise, um, so I end up. leads everything. And when he's overwhelmed, he hands me a text. Okay, so you're like his second in command. Got yep. it. I think that's great. Yeah, in fact, this year I was just like, you know what? Um, I know that my people skills are kind of lackluster on following up with things. You seem to got that skill, Pat. So, Liz, go talk to authors, please. And, uh, and, and you just follow up with them and, 
you know, keep me updated on that stuff, and and uh, no, I'm, I'm going to focus on the other technical stuff because I'm I'm better at like that kind of thing. Dude, everybody has their own thing that they're good at, so I understand. Uh, remember, I run a track for a drop for one of the largest conventions in the world. I understand. I run a department there, um, so I think it's great that you're doing all of this craziness. Um, so do you have a way for any of our authors who are listening, who are like, dude, this is where I need to be. Do, do is there a way for them to reach out and get a hold of you and be like, bring me on, put me in coach. Uh, Liz, did you, uh, actually head to yeah. our website. There's, um, there's a head section. I think. Yeah, head to the Galaxy's Edge Fan Expo website, and uh, and Jr. can uh, can put that in the show notes. Um, but uh, yeah, yep. uh, head over there and uh, use the the contact us form, and that will that'll pop me a message, and uh, I can see about getting you on uh, yeah. as as a guest, and then I'll probably throw you over to Liz and be like, okay, Liz, you, you, you do your thing. And, and she'll, she'll go through her little uh, spiel that she's gotten figured out and, and let me know how, how we can get that done. Because uh, like, like we've made it a point, like we love galaxy edge. We love forgotten ruin. Um, but we want to bring on as many authors of similar, um, I guess, fandoms, as we can, because honestly, I feel like uh, there. I haven't seen any two, or I haven't seen any ego ego issues between any of the authors in in our current group. Um, I think and, authors overall are really good on the ego, yeah. and um, and I say this having dealt with, we'll call them nicely triple digits worth of authors. They tend to be pretty nice on the ego, and um, and Lord knows they're a hell of a lot less expensive to bring in than like Nathan Fillion. Oh, and that's that's one thing. That's one thing that we do hope to. We do want to get some audiobook narrators, and uh, I mean, <laughs> could you imagine if uh, if R.C. Bray showed up to the event one one year? Or even Mark Boyette, like uh, for those audiobook fans, they know who Mark Boyette and R.C. are, and they're like, <gasps> "Can so, you just read the dictionary to me, please?" So here, okay, so I I had the wonderful pleasure of talking to Nick Podell, who does not narrate any of the Galaxy's Edge, but he's done tons of other stuff. And he, I asked him what the weirdest or funniest interaction he had with a fan was. And he told me he had one fan who said, you're the voice I hear in my sleep. And his wife said, good, why don't you take him home? <laughs> <laughs> and he, because it sounds so innocent, you don't understand. It's, you're the voice I listen to as I go to sleep. <laughs> so, it, 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 but, because, I mean, we all have those weird things. Um... So, did you have a funny experience with that last year? Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we kind of a couple of us fans we uh, we had a we had a joke, and uh, and uh, we we about 
I, I won't I won't say it, but we did troll uh troll Jason a wee bit when he, he was there. And uh and he is Jason's fantastic. But <laughs> yeah, uh there there was a couple couple fun 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 moments there. I mean so how many did you have last year at the convention? I wanna say uh just under fifteen, if I recall, right, Liz? Fifteen people? Fifteen people, yeah. So if you are one of those people listening to the show and going, I always want to go to a convention, but I do not want to deal with the crowds, this is definitely the place for you to go. Oh yeah, because you're not gonna deal with all the people, the 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 sweaty nerds that just want to hang out in a in a dank uh, dark hotel convention center. Right. Sorry. What? Do you feel no, I'm I'm fine. I'm not one of those dank sweaty nerds. I shower twice a day. There you go. But uh, um, I mean, all the authors. It, it's a very the the vibe that we were going for is low key. You know, everybody's pretty much equal. You know, the the authors. You know, they 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 are more than happy to just sit and talk with fans, and you know. You know, meet up with them and do a quick photo op. I mean, in the uh, in the trailer, you even saw uh, Liz uh, with uh, with uh, Doc on one side and and uh, Jason on the other. So I love. I know a lot of people kind of hesitate about small conventions, but you really hit on what I love about small conventions is you can actually sit down and meet and talk with them like human beings. Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. Okay, that was one of the. Guess what, guys? They really are. I promise yes. you. Even David Weber is a human being. Even J.R. Hanley is a human human being. No, J.R. Hanley's not a human being. He's a he's a special case. But yeah, um, I mean, they 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 even will will be kind enough to to send up uh, merch and stuff. So there's going to be merch at the event for for fans to get. Um, so yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna take care of everybody that comes on up to the event. That is a wonderful thing. I so hope that you have an amazing growth and a steady growth that you can handle. One that you can handle. So <laughs> uh, we we've we've gone at this and Doc has peppered you guys with questions and everybody that knows the con stuff is gonna understand the foreign languages you were speaking and translate the Hebrew. I was not into speaking foreign language and, they are. You were talking about people. That's a foreign language. But before we let you go, uh, since you are the the head honcho of the con you started, uh, Swordfish, what would be your thirty second elevator pitch to sell your expo, expo your fan club, what, however you want to describe this event? How would you pitch it? So come on out to Galaxy's Edge Fan Expo. Get to meet cool authors and do cool stuff. Um, when you Get tired of seeing the authors go out with the other fans and just go shoot each other with uh, airsoft guns. It'll be fantastic. And then at the end of that, you know, of the, of the day when it's getting darker, let's all you know party up next to the bonfire and uh, and get properly uh, toasted uh, like we did last year, which was absolutely horrible because my uh, co. Uh, host who who did the airsoft portion, he uh, he he did hit the bottle a little bit too much that time. But yeah, I mean it's a great group of uh, fans and people, and uh, come come hang out and be a part of it. 
This sounds like an okay. amazing event. I am, cannot wait to hear how this year goes because unfortunately my summer is booked, so I can't make it. But you better have a year three. We're going to be having a year three, and uh, and Jr. will be there. I you mean, hear that, Jr. People, you can handle 15 in a room without me, right, Jr. I don't know about that, but so we've got to wrap this up. We've been at it for 55 minutes and our audience kind of falls asleep at the hour mark and we don't want them to fall asleep on you. We want them to go click the link and buy the tickets. But before we let you go, we have the fun question for you. So are you ready for this one, Daniel? Go. Right, I'm going to ask you this one first because I'm not going to put um, Liz on the spot. She has time to think about it, but favorite alien species from any science fiction property. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Kublarans. Oh, from Galaxy's Edge. Okay. The Coops. I get it. You like frogs. Your nose is a bit brown right there, Daniel. I mean, there if we're going to go... A lot of people, especially audiobook listeners who heard the Jamaican vibe to the, uh, to the um, language. Yeah. No, I'm just oh, teasing uh, you. I'm just teasing you. It's okay. Yeah, but I mean that was a, that was a one off top of my head. There's there's probably others. I gotta just think. But that's anyways, kind of just that's, go. That's yeah, that, that's an answer, and I think that's the kind of question that you ask me any day of the week, and you'll get a different answer because you know you remember different things at different times. So that's fair. All right, Liz, and it doesn't have to be Galaxy's Edge, but favorite alien species from any science fiction property. Oh, I don't know. Um, I would say probably. Uh, I mean, I do. I, Coob's is a great answer. Um, you know, we have we have Coob, lots of Coob memes. It's fantastic. Um, definitely enjoy it. Um, I would say generally, um, I really am a fan of the the helper AIs in uh, in all of of sci-fi. Um, all of my favorite characters tend to be. The helpful but quirky and somewhat uh, mischievous personality, um, whether it's an AI or a, a kooky uh, robot or gunnery bot, uh, in the case of GE, uh, always end up being my favorite um, species. So, so the, the Skynet doesn't scare you? I mean, it can. Oh, but- come on. Come on, Skynet's gonna come in. It's gonna be fantastic, and and you no, know we get to reenact Terminator. Skynet, we're co- practically courting Skynet. Let's just okay. You heard it here first, people. Doc, Swordfish, uh, Shark Tooth—they're all pro Skynet. I am so not them, pro Skynet. Me. I just know he <laughs> is going to dive head first into that problem. Yeah, and, yes, and if are. anybody. If anybody knows, we got we got a person in our community called uh, Nethermat, aka Dipple. Uh, he absolutely loves AI. Um, like, I, I I know that he cannot think of any future without uh, what was that? What was that Australian beer that he loves to drink? Fosters, yeah, the Fosters, Fosters, yeah, Fosters. <laughs> he he cannot think of a perfect uh, future without Fosters and uh, AI servants and bringing it to him and just piping it into his into his uh, body. That's gonna be how it works. So just so you know, Doc, when the hate mail comes, they're gonna send it to Swordfish over at the Galaxy's Edge Discord, which we will link to in the show notes. But with that being said. Clearly, this interview is winding down. So, do do you, Shark Tooth? Do you, Swordfish? Have anything you want to tell us about the con that we didn't think to ask? 
Uh, share it around uh, if you end up getting a ticket and uh, invite friends out because honestly, the event is a lot more fun when you get more of your friends involved into the uh, into the event. It's just same with SCA. I mean, Doc Siska knows if you if you ever go to an SEA event and you, you come up across somebody that hasn't gone to an SEA event that's in your friends group, you, you're just like, hey, you want to come out and hang out for the weekend and go do some kooky shit? And they're like, oh, sure, I guess. And then you, you, you grab that friend by his shoulders, you throw him into the car, and then you get, take him to the event, throw him in a costume, and then give him a drink. There, are, There's this thing, you know, every, every person understands society-wide well, I was in high school. Well, I was in college. And that's like an automatic buyout, right? Every veteran gets, well, I was in the army at the time. And it's like an automatic explanation of everything that makes sense. I was at a con is equally valid. Is that yeah. right up there with what happens at Vegas, stays at Vegas? No. Unless you make little ones. Never stay I, just at I, 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 I will forget. I almost forgot one important thing. And something that we we emulate from the galaxy's edge community is that we make sure to use this event to raise money and that money is raised for uh the charity mission 22 because we do care about veterans very significantly um last year when we uh did our did our charity uh auction we raised over a thousand dollars that we sent right off to mission 22 and they were just like who, who who the fuck are you and but thanks cool you know and they use that money to go help veterans and uh and increase the uh lifestyle so yeah so if uh if people didn't know because you're not involved in the community uh swordfish's mom is a is a veteran she was a vet a veterinarian for the army correct uh yeah she she handled the military working dogs um in afghanistan and kosovo and I think at one point she actually ran the whole south end of Afghanistan because they were basically like, oh, you're an officer and you have all this experience. Cool. Handle all of this stuff now. And she's like, here you uh, go. Uh, you have nothing to okay. Do you cool. Have to <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So with that being said, the, uh, the charity is a good thing. It helps prevent veteran suicide. And uh, two of your hosts, uh, uh, Nick and I, have both lost friends that we served with in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, I've lost friends. I didn't serve with them, but they were friends, and they did serve, and they did. So that's an important thing, and we, yeah. we appreciate that. In fact, I will make so. a point to add Mission 22 to the show notes. Um, and that way, if you wanted to uh, donate more directly. And, um, in fact, I think I will figure out how to make it happen, and I'll donate some of my stuff for you for your auction. Um, yeah. that'd be fantastic. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Let me be... let me know because it, so that auction was just at the convention, right? Yeah, that was at the convention, and we did we did do oh. an online portion, but that didn't work. So about perfectly. fifteen people plus some online people raised a thousand dollars, which is honestly one of the best things. I love. I'm always very moved by how amazing the fandom community can be to help a can to help a good cause. And that is a perfect example. So uh, it's awesome. Mission 22 is, as JR said, very close to all. We're all three veterans that host the show and we've all lost people to that. So, yeah. And, you know, 
the the best thing is is uh, helping them find solutions to temporary problems. Um, that so that way, so permanent at the time. Oy. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah. like like I said, Galaxy's Edge is fantastic because they they started doing things like uh, the Savage Wars poster. That one is specifically a Mission Twenty Two fundraising poster that they did, um, and it just seemed like a great inspiration because. We got to care for those that, that protected us. So, yep. Give and back so, to the community. So, and, I think so, it's an amazing I, thing that you're doing. Absolutely. And so, normally we would say, please be kind and speak your mind on the reviewing platforms. Your reviews help the right readers find the right books. But that also applies to conventions. And you can do all kinds of things to get the word out and say, hey, you know, I went last year. This was a whole lot of fun. And you should give it a shot. So, if you have testimonials that you want to share, uh, I bet if you reached out to Swordfish, he would be happy to put that on his website, which we will link to in the show notes, uh, as they were graciously sponsors of this episode. So testimonials help new cons sort of prove that well, they are. And if you can't make it to this con, and you, but you think you might have a friend who can, you should let them know. Because seriously, good cons are amazing, but they only grow. The best way for them to grow is by word of mouth. So, yeah. And if anybody uh, that has gone to the con before um, wants, uh, I would be more than happy to have a, you know, quick 15 to 30 second little, you know, video of like, hey, I went to this con. It was great. <laughs> and uh, and come, come join me next. Uh, come join me this year. I mean, so, I'll, I'll, I'll happily feature that. So as we bring this to a close. Uh, first, let me say, if you're listening to this and you are you know of other small conventions or, or groups of meetups that are speculative fiction related, uh, we'd interview those as well. Um, so that is something we're interested in. So, you know, and this is sort of Doc's uh, near and dear to her hearts, these fan, fandom activities. So, dear listener, if you're, if you're out there and uh, you know of one or you run one, reach out because we'd like to spread the word and help you guys be successful. Um, and with that said, uh, Sharktooth, do you want to tell listeners and viewers how they can find you on the Discord where you are active as a, as a I fan? I think Sharktooth had to step out. Ah, okay. Well, Swordfish. I will link her in the show notes if she, she can't make it back in time. Oh, wait. Swordfish, is Sharktooth there? Yeah. Can you tell us I how am, we... I am. Sharktooth, oh. how can we internet stalk you with your permission? You wait, can. Is internet stalking? Is it stalking? I don't you know. You can find that Discord. I don't know, but you and I are definitely having a coffee date. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, sorry, I was coughing like crazy. You can find me on Discord at uh, do023 Lizzie. All I right. love that yeah. name. I do too. Thank you. All right, and that leaves you, uh, Swordfish. How can listeners, viewers, all the fans that stalk you online and want to talk to you about Fosters and um, Skynet and the like, how can they find you? Uh, honestly, the quickest way to reach me is on the Oba Cafe Discord, uh, the main Galaxy's Edge one. And uh, you'll see my name typically up at the top right-hand corner under the tactical admin. Um, that's pretty much where I hang out. And, uh Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to people contact me through there. And uh, the tactical part means that if you mess up, he will shoot you in the face with a rocket propelled grenade. Mm -hmm. That's how that works, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I am a rather quick on the ban. 
<laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a fun, it's a fun Discord community. That's where I steal most of the memes. If you follow me on Facebook and you're like, how does he have time for all these memes? And why isn't he writing more? I don't have time for the memes. I steal them from the Galaxy's Edge Discord. I mean, I, I repurpose them. You acquire them. <laughs> Tactically acquire. There we go. All right. And you can find us, dear listener, over on Twitter at twitter.com backslash SF underscore fantasy underscore show. Sierra Foxtrot underscore fantasy underscore show. Doc's a bobblehead today, but it's okay, Dan. We like it. You can email us at blasters and blades podcast at gmail.com. Again, bastards and blasters and blades podcast. Bastards and bangers. Yeah, that sounds like a food group. Uh, you can find us on Facebook where all the shenanigans happen over at uh, facebook.com backslash groups backslash blasters and blades podcast. Again, backslash groups backslash blasters and blades podcast. We do have a Man, struggle through that. <laughs> I haven't you had enough coffee. Page. Eventually, we'll get a de dedicated URL when Seska has time to do it. But that is not going to be today or tomorrow and might be sometime this weekend. Who knows? All right. And you can find us on our website at anchor.fm backslash blasters dash and dash blades. Again, anchor.fm backslash blasters tech and tech blades, where you can support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. We'll help keep the lights on and we greatly or appreciate it. Donation. Or a one-time donation, or you can support the show more directly over at uh, buymeacoffee.com backslash author J.R. Hanley. Again, buymeacoffee.com backslash author J.R. Hanley. Be sure to put in the show notes that is for the podcast, and I promise I will keep my co-hosts, Doc Seska and Nick Garber, duly intoxicated. They will drink the whiskey until their liver explodes. Never! Never surrendered! And speaking of, I'm going to give some, before Doc brings it home, I'm going to give a little bit of unsolicited advice, Dan. There's a lot of people that might want to support your convention but might not be able to make it this year, timing. Maybe you should put your own buy me a coffee where people can throw some in the tip jar to make sure the event happens even if they can't make it this year. That might be uh, something worth you doing. Ideas and rec recommendations. We'll get going. So yeah. Doc's going to talk to you offline about that. But but there's got to be ways people Doc's can support you. She is bossy. There's got to be ways people can help support you, even if they can't make it this year. So, so you should make that happen. I'm giving you all the the free homework sessions. And with that being said, uh, Doc is gonna cut my head off if we don't uh, bring this home because she's. I she's need to go to bed. Here. I have to be up at five something. See, so, so bring it home, Doc. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us. Thank you for being part of our community. Please at least check out the website, tell a friend about the convention, even if you don't think you can go. So having said all that, thank you for spending some of your precious time with us. On behalf of the absentee, Nick Garber, the addle-brained JR, this was the Blasters and Blades podcast. We'll be back next time, next week. Same time, same place, same awkwardness because we haven't figured it out by in 480 episodes. We're not going to know. So have a wonderful night. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by, Dan, and uh, Swordfish.